Welcome to The Lex Factor, a lawfully good podcast where we'll brief you on the business of law so you can build a better practice and capture more billable hours. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Lex Factor. It's your host, Lauren, here. Uh, Laura's waving at me from across the room, six <laughs> feet away. Hi, Laura. Hi there. <laughs> we we, we wanted them to come back. I know, we do. We have Brittany and Laura back again today to talk about more marketing fun. Yeah, we were geeking out on graphic design and some branding stuff previously. Branding Bonanza. To, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. They said Randy Bonanza. No. Brandanza. Randy's back today, too, it's by the way. It's a Brandanza. No. Oh, God. Mind is just... <laughs> Sorry. So what are we talking about today, Lauren? We're talking about branding and marketing a little bit more, but I really wanted to get into experiential marketing, um, and that's a really, really big topic. So Laura and Brittany, before we really dive into that, what is experiential marketing? Oh, gosh. Well, it's similar to events, and it is an event, but the whole idea of experiential marketing is it's a technique that basically creates experiences between a brand and a consumer, Mm -hmm. which then when you create that experience, you create an emotional connection And those connections bring people back, which makes your event super successful. Bring your brand to life. And that's where all the fun comes in. I love experiential marketing. You use your creative artsy side. You come up with fun ideas. It's Mm -hmm. a way to have people experience something that they remember. So one of the things that um, you can use experiential marketing for is potential clients, for example. You could host an event for potential clients and use that forum to tell the story of your brand. It's all about direct engagement with the consumer and creatively interacting with them in a memorable way. And I stress memorable way because if your customer remembers event details long after that party is over, I'm going to call that successful. Mm-hmm. Can you guys, either one of you, think of an event that you've gone to and recall something fun about it? And it doesn't even have to be a work event. It could be a family mm. family fun event. Mm-hmm. Oh. Looking at you, Randy. You know what? Because oh. if you can't, you need to be coming to Laura's party. Right? <laughs> I, I know. I need and a, I need a tutor- uh, ain't tutorial. Ain't no party like a Laura Morris party. That's right. This is well, true. Let's talk about you. The, the swag you know is what off I the remember book. is our Christmas party last year. <laughs> That's, right, That's yes. what I remember. <laughs> okay. Well, that was an event to remember. I'm a big sports fan. So I think of, so whenever I used to live in Champaign, Illinois, we would go to U of I football games. That's an event every home game, whether they were good this or bad. True. Right. Or as Lauren, she went to the University of Georgia. I'm sure they I was have... going to go there, but I was trying to reframe. That's right. No. I feel like it's too I mean, too for me, a tailgate, there's a certain smell to it. They have their barbecue grills out. There's music. So you have, you have sound. With all the food, you have the taste. And then whether they lose or, you know, if, if the home team wins, well, then that makes it even better. But some people just go to football games just for the tailgate. Yeah. And that in and of itself is an experience. 
That actually, so that I was trying to think of something and I couldn't think of anything, which is clearly bad. But then when Randy brought up college, it came to me and Laura, you're going to like, Laura, this is right up your alley. You're going to love this. Tell me. So I'm sitting, (laughs) I'm in college. I'm sitting in class one day and we look out the window and there's just like commotion outside. And then we look up and there's these black helicopters driving above. And, you know, we're like an hour outside of Atlanta. Like God only knows what's going on. So all of a sudden things start falling from these helicopters and we're like, what the hell? Like, is there something bad going on? What's going on? So we go out there. It was little Chick-fil-A cows with coupons. We were like, oh my God, you know free chicken sandwiches. Oh you remembered that <laughs> experience. Amazing. God only knows how much that cost, but it was amazing. I love Chick-fil-A. I, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A I know, but look, you know, Chick-fil-A she's been out of college shakes. 40 years. And so <laughs> she's, really? she remembers that. Laura he, is 72. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another another one her. is, and again, so whenever I worked at uh, a daily newspaper up in Champaign, we had a separate edition of the newspaper in Danville, Illinois, and that's Vermilion County. So we had the Vermilion County edition. Every year, I want to say it was in late June, uh, the city of Danville would have their balloon fest. So it was four days of hot air ballooning. And the last couple of years... A lot of hot air. Yeah. You know, <laughs> look who's talking about it. Um, no, me. That's me. I'm talking about myself. Know, right? No, 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 no. The last couple of years, they brought the Anheuser-Busch Clydesdales. My wife loves horses. It's the only reason she wanted to go to the to the balloon <laughs> fest is to see the Clydesdales up close. And that's what made it memorable for her. And yeah. look at that branding. That's right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so whenever it was balloon fest time, I'd come home. She'd ask me how my day was. Oh, we're planning our balloon fest sponsorship. Are the Clydesdales coming back? And that's the only reason she would go. When I was asking you, have you gone to an event that is something that you can remember? It doesn't have to be a big thing like the Clydesdales, but something that I've done in the past, and this is just a personal thing, okay? this You can do fun things for corporate events, personal thing. All right, for my family event one winter, I had a Hawaiian luau for my parents because they loved to go to Maui. And so I told the whole family, come, come. I wouldn't tell them what I was doing, wear colorful shirts, and then (laughs) went to, you know, and then when they walked in the door... Everybody had a lay. I had a bought, got a pith helmet. I've got mm. some, got some fun hats. I had a blow up palm tree oh. with a monkey hanging you can get from that it. Kind of stuff at the dollar store too. And this look, is one of my go to yeah. places. I'm telling oh, yeah. you, it doesn't have to. You don't have to spend a million dollars to get good props for your your parties. But back to um, hosting an event, <laughs> you can do it for potential clients. Uh, you can do it for. Current, you know, your current clients as a as an appreciate. We appreciate your business mm-hmm. and firm employees. Any employees mm-hmm. love to be appreciated. It's a way to engage them. Hey, what a great job you've done! Or let's celebrate blah blah goal or your mm-hmm. anniversary service anniversary. So everybody likes mm-hmm. a good party. It's nice to feel appreciated. It does, right? Exactly. So and they talk about it for a long time to come. The other thing is that that you don't typically think of an event, but your firm could partner with a nonprofit if you have a cause, uh, and that can be an event. So, for example, you know, the breast cancer awareness or something Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, Maybe there's another kidney foundation, whatever it is, partner with them, create that event, and you can have a lot of good 
PR out of that, mm-hmm. right. which in turn then would get you some media exposure. Not uh-huh. that I'm saying you would want to do it for that yeah. reason, but there is a benefit of yeah. having you're helping you're helping at the end of the day, but you're also getting your name out there and your clients know that. You're it's more than just a business for you. You know and what I mean? It can be fun. Yeah. It really I mean, can be. You know, we're, we're talking about the business of law, and you don't always have to be, It is, know. and I also yeah, appreciate that, you know what, not everybody gets a kick out of planning a party or event or even thinking of it. It could be real drudgery, actually, for people. <laughs> so, you know, if that's something that that's not your thing, but you you thought, hmm, that sounds like something I could get the firm into, Yeah. you know what, we're, there are companies that can help facilitate events, parties, yeah. All of that. And, and it's easy for and them. get you hooked up. Yeah. But I like what you guys brought up. You know, it's more than just practicing law. And I'm sure everybody listening, you know, whether say you're an attorney, you're listening right now. If you start thinking about, you know, criminal law or personal injury, some type of law that you don't practice there's probably a firm that's coming to your mind. And the reason they're coming to mind is because they're doing a good job making themselves known through events or they're really active on social media or they have your county plastered with billboards. You know what I mean? So you want to be that person. And one way you can do that is through events or partnerships or whatnot. Along that same line, what are some ideas that that you can share with our listeners uh, to make their event? Effective. Well, I ha, Lauren had touched on this before, but um, definitely I use the dollar store. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with helicopters. <laughs> For props. <laughs> helicopters, 100%, immediately, <laughs> worth the spend. You know? <laughs> but, I mean, if you're looking for props or things, you know, sunglasses or, uh, you know, seasonal decorations, uh, you can – that's one of my go-to places. There's also a, a zillion online outlets that have inexpensive items that are themish. Uh, whatever your theme is, just – Go online and search for it, and I'm telling you, you'll find multiple sources. Mm-hmm. Um, the Again, the rule of thumb is to touch your senses. When you're doing any sort of event, experiential event, you want to – sight, sound, and palate are my three things. So have it visually appealing. Have it, uh, you know, have the sounds of what it, it is. So for my Hawaiian party, yes, I, I found a Don Ho CD <laughs> and had that playing on That's repeat awesome. for the, fa- mm-hmm, for the family when they came in. And then the palette, you know, uh, what would a nice, you know, something fitting for uh, pineapple, cut Spam. pineapple. Or- Spam. There you go. Okay, spam, no. Spam is big in Hawaii. It is? Oh, yeah, it's huge. I have no idea. Google it when we're, or bang it. Yikes. We say both here because okay, we don't want to choose that. that but, but something, <laughs> you know, something of that yeah. nature, something um, Polynesian. Another thing is uh, if your firm has a new product or service, try to integrate that into the theme or the experience. Mm-hmm. So... Let's say you're having an internal competition on something. You could do a, a race to the finish theme and make it NASCAR. You could rent an, a race car and have it sit outside your event. Transform the space into something unique. And then if you want a bigger experience, like a trip, for example. i got to tell you, one of the funnest <laughs> – I've had some really fun uh, events that I, I planned uh, back in my – uh, days, <laughs> I took 
I had worked uh, for a group of safety professionals. She took her glasses off. This is serious. You know, the the OSHA people that have to know all the OSHA rules. Kind of dry. I'm not going to lie. It was (laughs) not riveting. And they were used to going to a week-long conference and having a welcome reception with beer and peanuts. And I thought... Oh no 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 no! We can't we no. can't be doing this beer and wow. peanuts thing. I'm so just that's, a little, about that's a little stale. It was says, a little oh. stale. So yeah. just this one happened to be out in California, actually in Hollywood. So <laughs> what, what we did is when the, these people arrived Sunday night, uh, they went checked in, and at the check-in, they were given handed by the clerk behind the counter a pair of sunglasses, and tied to that was a card oh, that gave the directions for that. That Sunday evening, be at the ballroom such and mm-hmm. such a time mm-hmm. right. on Sunday evening and bring your sunglasses. So they came down that night for the welcome <laughs> reception, had their sunglasses on, walked into the ballroom, and then they were escorted to the front door where there was a limo waiting for them. And so many would get into the limo. But what they didn't know is the limo took them around the hotel to the back side of the hotel where they went in the back door, went into another room where it was all Oscar. And, you know, we had big Oscar statues, Mm -hmm. but we had a fan club take flashing as they got out of the limo. Paparazzi? Paparazzi, exactly. So they were the fan and then had celebrity lookalikes work in the party, you know, like W.C. Fields Mm -hmm. or Marilyn Mm -hmm. Monroe Mm -hmm. and, you know, people taking pictures. So you were the celebrity. Just fun, memorable they stuff. They probably still talk about that. I was, I was thinking maybe... You, like, broke them out of their shell. It was, it was uh, ocean safety-type people, right? Yeah, yeah. You could take them, like, to a stunt set. There could yeah. be these things fall. Surprise! You could put them in an elevator and it just falls I give them a heart attack. Right? Exactly. That's probably the worst idea ever, Randy. They'd remember no. it. You know, sorry. One more <laughs> step in this broken elevator. One more quick little story about another event. Same group of people. Okay. Um, and then another subsequent year went to a dude ranch in Aspen, Colorado. Nice. So this looked like a little Swiss chalet, and they arrived. Well, there's not a lot of internet connection there. Matter Mm. of fact, no cell phone towers. No, it was just pretty dead. Mm -hmm. That reception, that welcome reception was good guys and bad guys. You were either given a white cowboy hat or a black cowboy hat. Nice. That said good guy or bad guy on it, honestly... More people wanted to be a bad Bad boy, but breakfast was a hayride. Like the next morning, got out, go meet us wherever, get on the hay wagon, went up the side of a mountain to an open campfire where there was bacon frying on an open Mm. fire and coffee. You could smell it a mile away coming up the hill. Wow. And that's how we started the day. Just that kind of fun Mm -hmm. stuff. That's fun. Memorable stuff. Yeah. So I know that's that's big and not everybody has a budget for that. But if there is a large firm or something that does want to do that, there's a lot of ways to absolutely. Yeah. There's pull stuff at every off. price range. And even the little small things. Exactly. Right. But you could do that on a smaller scale too. You know absolutely. what I mean? There's pl- you can get little badges from the dollar store, like the little Western badges. You can do you know. Well nowadays with COVID, that's the thing. You could put the bandana around. Yeah, there you, right there you go. There you go. Swag. Right there. Swag. That's funny. Yeah, that's Take it. home your yeah. bandana and that's you can right. use it again. No. Right. Yeah, but no, I think that's a good segue too because it's not just about events. Like events 
are awesome. I personally love them and they're huge and they can do really good things for your business. But there's also other opportunities when it comes to experiential marketing. And I would say kind of what we're doing right now, these podcasts are experiential Mm -hmm. in a way. So talk about producing a podcast. You know, if a firm was to start their own podcast, what are some important elements that they need to consider in order to make it successful? You need to start uh, by coming up with a general theme of the podcast and what are what are you trying to achieve? Are you trying to be entertaining? Sure. I mean, who wants to listen to a boring podcast, really? Uh, informational, a combination. So, so the theme is important. You also need to consider your time investment because different podcasts, you could yes. spend, you know, depending on how many podcasts you want to produce a week, you could spend five to 10 hours a week producing a podcast and that's that's a lot of time and it could take multiple mm-hmm. people coming up with a unique name that's always clever um like conan o'brien needs a friend <laughs> that's yes. the name of his podcast is it yeah that's hilarious conan o'brien needs a friend or something Poor like that guy. or yeah. something like that <laughs> okay he's looking for a friend Takers. preparing and and writing talking points of course for each broadcast you have to be prepared uh who's the host who's going to be a co-host if you mm-hmm. need it or guests. Uh, are you will. looking for subject matter experts or just someone to sit and be a friend like Conan? That's right. <laughs> exactly. I'll be your friend, Randy. Aww. Thank you. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> a couple other things like where, where will you record it? Are you going to record it? Do you want it? Are you going to record it on Zoom and then upload it? Or do you want to go into a formal studio and have it recorded by professionals and have it edited by them as well. Mm-hmm. And really the last thing is after you have a lovely podcast in place, where will you publish it for listeners to hear? You know, you could put it on uh, iTunes or Spotify or uh, you can have it on your YouTube channel. YouTube. Well, yeah, whether whether it's just audio or if it if you want your podcast to be video as well. Thankfully, the Lux Factor is not currently yes. <laughs> shooting exactly video. Right. I'm not quite there. Right. There's, there's a reason my face is not on TV. It's got a face <laughs> made for radio. No, I don't even know about that. <laughs> I'll, I'll add in um, whenever you're posting your podcast, uh, you've got to have a good, a good logo for your show. Not to brag here, (laughs) but if you're listening to this podcast, the logo was designed by yours truly. (laughs) Not to brag, it's beautiful. beautiful. And how many did you come up with? Oh, more than you would think. Right. a lot of options to choose from, and I and really you, like the one that we settled on. You know what? Even though you're bragging about yourself, That's I right. do like that you brought that up because look at our logo. If That's you right. looked at our logo and you just saw Lex Factor and the graphics that we use, you would know what Lex Factor was. The logo doesn't have to say podcast, and that's right. why I think you did a great job is because right. you look at it and you can tell that there's sound. Sound is part of what we're promoting, and so I think you did a great job because that's another thing, too. You you don't want to use a lot of words in advertising. We talked about that before, and so somebody should be able to look at your logo and know exactly what you do, how you do it, who you are, and I think you did a great job with the Lex Factor logo. And as a, as a marketing tactic, if, if you're going to take the time to produce a podcast, you want to know who's putting it on. So yeah. with the Lux Factor logo, um, there's certain elements that tie back to our brand Lexicon. Um, and I was mindful of that in designing exactly. the Lux Factor logo. And obviously, if you're going to do the time and, and cost investment of producing a podcast, do you, you right. want to know who's who's putting that on and, and who people can seek out 
if they're interested in, in learning more about you after they listen. Yep. Brandy and Lauren, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you Brian. tell tell the audience what you received when you came into the recording session today? Oh. We, we, we received a nice little... In a what bag, too? Yeah, exactly. A nice little swag gift bag, courtesy In of, lexicon colors. That's right, exactly. Laura went brand, all out. On brand. Which I notice Lexicon colors. People yes. notice stuff like that. You know, if you uh-huh. if you give a gift to somebody and it's branded in your colors, they're like, oh my God, that's from whomever. But what, did you, what did you get? <laughs> what did we get? Well, we got a, we got a little microphone. <laughs> Mine's pink. Like the ones we're using in real right. life right my, now. My microphone, well, both of our microphones Same. are pink. I don't know if that's a tie-in to the month. October is Breast Cancer well, Awareness Month. That's probably because they didn't have purple. They didn't have much of a choice, did you? <laughs> but then there's a little a little on-air sign. If you click a little button on top, it lights up like you're in a TV studio yeah, or a recording it's super studio. Cute. If somebody wants to see that gift and see you with it, where would they go to find it? Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, and like this, po- you know, you guys talked about before where you can share podcasts and whatnot. I mean, put it everywhere a podcast can live. You know, it can live on your website. You can share it via social. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, in the app store. So mm-hmm. whether you have an Android or... Or an Apple phone, you know, put it in the iTunes store for people to download. Put it on YouTube. You can subscribe there. You can leave reviews. Um, Spotify as well is a great place that people uh, subscribe and listen to podcasts on. But, I mean, you can even Google out there. Just search for where do I where do I promote my podcast or how do I listen to podcasts. And you'll find a million different places. And build your network in all those places, too. So if you're sharing your podcast on your, on your company's LinkedIn page, are there industry professionals or you know influencers for lack of better words that you can tag or that you can mention and that kind of gives your podcast or whatever you're posting legs as well you know if I wanted Laura has a million followers on Facebook and I want her followers oh, I'm jealous I know right well, how, many fo- how many followers a million <laughs> how many did you buy yeah exactly a million, a million. Did you? Okay. you can Fair buy enough. followers too that's a thing <laughs> um, no but you know if you know someone out there within your industry has has tons of followers and has tons of engagement on their page, engage with them. And naturally their followers will, will see you and what you're posting as well too. So, Yeah. And, and the guests that you have on your show, you can, obviously I will be sharing this podcast yeah, exactly. to, to my 2 million followers. Ooh. Wow. Step it up, me. Laura. Wow. She tapped me. But really, I know you were, you were, that was good info that you shared, but really my, my basic question when I was saying, where can people go to, to look at the picture of your little nice on-air gifts and yeah. mini microphones? Yeah. Would they go to the Lexicon? They would go to the Lexicon Facebook, Facebook. page. Yeah. So we'll right. post a picture of you with that. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. And, if, and, it, and there's probably a good Randy chance looks, You can see Randy's radio face. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not much different than my normal face, unfortunately. <laughs> but they'll probably see it on our uh, yeah. social media platform. LinkedIn exactly. and other LinkedIn, stuff. LinkedIn, yeah. Twitter, yeah. So, and, that's, and this is Casey a good... Casey would see what Laura bought us. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> Friday gifts. And it's, this is a good... There's a good segue in there. Going into, you know, you can do your own podcast uh, because there's technology out there now that allows you to do that. You can sit at home in front of your computer with a microphone, or you can work with professionals in the audiovisual industry to give you a little more polish and a little more shine on your podcast. But it's not just your podcast. It could be your video blog. It could be uh, it could be a, a commercial. It could be an instructional video. 
or, you know, maybe it's a webinar or some kind of town hall meeting. I mean, what are the advantages of outsourcing those kinds of services? Well, first of all, the quality of your advertising reflects on your brand. Yeah. And the audience can tell. That's a big one. So if you have high-quality visual, high-quality audio, they'll know it and appreciate it. There are some forums that you can get away with, you know, maybe doing a cell phone video or something and uploading it. But uh, for the most part, if, if this is um, an image of your firm, then I would say yeah. spend the few extra dollars and do it the right way. And I think when it's bad quality, people notice that a lot right. quicker and they remember it a lot longer than if they see a normal standard produced video or podcast or whatever. I can think of a commercial right now <laughs> on television that was shot with a cell phone. It was for an oh, auto. No. On a TV deal. commercial? Yeah. Oh it my was, gosh. Mm-hmm, and shot with a cell phone and, and it's an automobile dealer. And he has his children in it. I know which one you're talking about. And, I mean, they constantly repeat, Mm -hmm. but the sound is so hollow. There's no professional mics. It's just letting – it feels like they're just letting the kids, you know, talk and say some cheesy lines. And that's the way it comes across. And you guys both remember it. (laughs) I, I, I don't like it the first time I saw any of their commercials. First time. Didn't like it. You never want to be the the company that has the memorable for the wrong reasons. <laughs> right. You never want hey, never want PR that. Any PR is good PR. Why, right, Randy? Isn't that what you guys <laughs> well, say? Oh, that depends. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but and I thought it was just a way to for the for the car dealer to get his kids on TV. <laughs> Daddy. But if you do want to produce a radio or TV spot, for example, definitely leave that to the professionals who, who know the steps to take, uh, who can create a quality ads, because the experts are going to have the resources. There's copywriters for writing the script, producers to plan the production steps. Also, professionals have the proper equipment, such as, well, let's say nice cameras and lighting, editing equipment and sound engineer engineers to make sure that the audio is of high quality. And all this can be wrapped up into advertising, whether we're talking about branding, whether it's graphic design or it's podcasts or commercials or events, there's always a cost. But you have the old adage, yes, you have to spend money to make money. And it's kind of what we're talking about. But there, no matter the, no matter the size of your budget, there's always ways and tactics and strategies to get the end result that you're looking for, correct? There are, and it doesn't. you don't have to break the bank to do it. You could have um, – uh, so let's say if someone only had $2,500, for example, that's not a lot of money, but you know what? To some people it is. But let's just say $2,500, what kind of marketing tactics could someone purchase for that amount? Well – Probably it depends on who their target audience is and where they live and they are. But I would my probably my first suggestion would be a print ad would be an option. You need a stellar graphic designer like Brittany to help create (laughs) to help create the ad and then someone to help 
place the print media by. And then depending on the publication, whether it's a magazine or a trade publication or a newspaper, that ad probably could run for one to two months. You could do all of that for about $2,500. I mean, of course, there's variables, but just to kind of give you an example. Also, if you wanted, let's say, to produce a, a local radio ad and you wanted to voice the ad yourself, you could write your own script and genuinely just speak from the heart and talk about why somebody should use your firm or practice and then read your own copy at a studio who could then edit it. Someone, again, would have to place that radio media by. And depending on the station that the ad runs on and the timing of when you want the ad to run, uh, you might get one or two weeks of a radio placement Again, I wouldn't just go out and buy media for one or two weeks. Before you do that, I would highly recommend that you talk to a media professional to make sure that that would be an effective spend of your marketing dollars because there's strategies. You don't want to just be on for two weeks and then never run again because then it's, you, you know, you constantly want your message out there. But it could be done. So that was just sort of an example. Again, social uh, marketing with content and graphics, that's very inexpensive uh, for the most part. I mean, much less so than traditional media. So that could be produced for a very nominal fee and posted to your social sites. Yeah, there's definitely opportunities to get a lot of legs online. Um, You know, everybody consumes digital media so much these days. People are on their computers all day. Every age range, every demographic. It's not just. And that's a crazy thing, too. People are like, oh, social media, it's millennials, it's people no, younger than... No, not, it's it's people right. of all ages are 100% using Even social my media. my 82-year-old mom. I, I know, exactly. No. And you can, I mean, you can get a lot for your money online as well, too, and you can reach at Target really effectively. So um, I think it's cool having some real-life examples of what $2,500 could actually get you and how that could move the needle. Yeah, and all of those examples that you mentioned are really good avenues to get your brand out there. Keep your consistent messaging that you're using in in other places on print and digital. People sometimes think about digital as kind of just a throwaway, just like type up a quick text post. But there's a lot of fun you can have with posting on on digital. You can put videos on social media. GIF ads are a really big attention grabber. Mm-hmm. And I know I know there's a lot of controversy about the pronunciation of GIF or GIF. Yeah, what is like what's accurate? Uh, well, it's an, it's an you... acronym for graphics interchange format. Oh. So, but the creator, the person who invented GIFs, pronounces it GIF. What is correct? Oh, really? Yeah. Was it was it, and oh. didn't that individual unfortunately pass away like within oh, the last year or two? Okay. Oh, really? I'm sorry. That's interesting. <laughs> wow, Randy. <laughs> sorry, wait. Sorry but to put a downer says, on it. But why don't you explain but, what oh. it what a GIF ad is? So apparently, uh, it's a GIF. A GIF, GIF ad. GIF, <laughs> Peanut butter. A peanut butter ad. <laughs> Whatever camp you're in on, on the pronunciation, um, it's uh, it's just a little bit more exciting than, you know, I guess a static image. Um, just an, a, a non-moving image would be what I would call a static image. A GIF is, um, you know, something with a little bit of movement. I'm sure if you're on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, anywhere you go, companies are, are using GIFs. It's because that little bit of movement as you're scrolling through your feed it, it's going to capture your attention a little bit more than just yeah. the same old five to ten frames, maybe. Yeah, Some, they're they're really simple to do. Um, 
if you don't have any experience, it might be like complete sorcery to you how you would even <laughs> have how you'd even come up with that. But um, can that, somebody Google and figure out how to do it? You can. I would say it would probably be difficult to do if you're not familiar, if you don't have the right programs to use to make something like that. So that comes back to the importance of having a team that knows what they're doing. Um, I could make a GIF of us sitting in this room (laughs) in about five minutes. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, just little things like that. um, There's little tricks all over the place of, of ways you can boost engagement and digital is more inexpensive platform, but you can really stretch your money and mm-hmm. use those tricks to really get every last cent of your money's worth. Um, I know we're running out of, of time here a little bit, but I think some really important takeaways that I got from you guys today was really you got to do something, you know, like Randy said earlier, you have to spend money to make money, but it's really, if you're going to do it, when you're going to do it, you need to do it right and you need to do it differently. So make sure that, you know, if you're, if you're doing a video ad or whatnot, decide, can I do it myself or do I need a professional to help me with this? You know, because you want that quality there. You want to put your name and your brand out there and you want it to look good. You know, if your firm is named after yourself, everybody's going to associate your bad advertisement with your personal name. So, you know what I mean? Make sure whatever you're putting out there in the world you want to represent you as a person in your brand. And like I said earlier, just be different. Just because your competitor is doing something, you know, maybe there's a good idea there, but don't do exactly what they do because you're not going to stand out on top of them because of that. Absolutely. And one thing I took away, I wrote down immediately was leave it to the professionals. <laughs> there's plenty, plenty of options out there. I mean, with today's technology advancements, yes, there's a lot of do-it-yourself type things, whether it's a computer or whatever else. You can set up your own in-home studio. But when we're talking about brand, you want a polished image, you want a great presentation, mm-hmm. leave it to the professionals. Laura and Brittany, thank you again for being on the show. It was great to have you here. Thanks for having us. Of course. Yeah, All right, time. everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Lex Factor, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for tuning in to The Lex Factor. Lexicon takes care of business so you can take care of law. Learn how to build a better practice at lexiconservices.com.